You're tuning in with your host, Jesse Elliott, an old soul in a young world. Tune in, tune in, tune in. We're here to chop it up about the reality of life of being an old soul. Come in and find yourself, internal wealth. Tune in to old soul in a young world. Welcome. Old souls, young souls, and all my damn souls in between. Welcome back to another week of Old Soul in the Young World with your host, Jesse Ellie. Hey! I'm surprised you got that on the first hit. You Sometimes, know? <laughs> Sometimes Yo, that I was <laughs> You know, guys, we are out here. Episode 3-0, the big 3-0. Yes. We made it. Episode 30. Um, and for tonight, I have a very special guest here, um, Mr. Anibal, Mr. Biba. Yes. How are you doing? I'm doing really good. I'm <laughs> so happy to be here. And we've I'm been, so proud of you. Oh, thank you. <laughs> and we've been talking about this for a bit now. Yes. Um, having you come on because I feel like, you know, we're both people who like to chop it up. Mm-hmm. We like to talk about relevant topics. Yes. We like to talk about things that are popping off, going on, maybe mm-hmm. a little bit gossip exactly it's um, good for the soul. you know we have some things pop off this week you guys are gonna find out in a little bit right um if you didn't hear you, you're gonna hear here first on old soul young world i'll tell you that um you know cheers to you biba cheers. thank you yes and i'm cheers cheersing with my you. whole bottle i mean i'm not surprised at all <laughs> queen shit up here you know we kings and queens mm-hmm. um everybody tuning in every week on old soul young world you know guys i just want to give a quick shout out to you um if you've been with me since the beginning thank you if you're just tuning in for the first time thank you uh we are here just chopping it up about good vibes what it means to be an old soul young soul any type of soul in between and how we feel about different topics um you know it's not a yes or no type show it's not a right answer right question it's just about vibing um so the people that i have on the show like to do the same things that i like to do and i feel like you know even if they don't they still bring something to the table their own aspect which is why i wanted to have biba on um so we actually both went to school for communications and journalism um he he did go a little further than I did, graduating with his master's last year. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. That's such a huge, huge goal to overcome. Know how much work it is. Mm. Like, I can't even imagine. Ay, ay, ay. We'll get more into that. Yes. But yes. Um, so, shout out to Biba. Thank um, you. Of course. But, you know, what I wanted to have him on to talk about was, you know, a little bit about journalism communications. There's been so much that's changed over decades in history in the past. Um, and I feel like we don't stop sometimes to think about that shit. Right. You know, we get caught up. We live in the 21st century. There's so much going on around us. Um, and, you know, I've known B before. Whew, yeah, when I try to think back now, right? I mean, a so, decade, like it's been a lot. I was I think a baby. I first started coming around your sister. Yeah, maybe about a decade ago. So yeah. yeah. So I met, sure. um, I met Biba through my sister Jamie. Shout out Jamie. Jamie. Um, we love you. <laughs> <laughs> You're awesome. She was also on one of my episodes way back in the day, um, Green Room Pot. So if you haven't seen that, go check it out. Uh, she's just dope. 
Um, but yeah, so th- thanks to her, me and uh, B ended up meeting. Yes. Um, and I was always, you know, me and my sister are like four years apart. So I was always chilling with her and the older cats and, you know, just getting involved in what was going on. And I feel like that actually contributed to me having this podcast because it made me an old soul in the young world you know Mm -hmm. i learned things um before my time um i got to talk to people who already had like an older perspective than me um which you know sometimes helped me to uh steer myself in the right direction and maybe not make some of the choices um that I see my sister make or whatnot, you know. Okay, is that like you know, shout out Jamie, but we all, you know, we know who's the better child here, right? So don't talk shit. Okay, a little shade. Don't talk shit, okay. right? Uh, if you can't see, really? at least I'm sipping tea. You hear that? <laughs> Biba's like, let me just sip my uh, champagne and stay quiet. <laughs> um, but so I just wanted to have you, um, you know, I said you went to communication school, you're into journalism. There's so much more to you. Like, right. you're the funniest fucking person. <laughs> you're you. always such a light in the room um you always just bring such a positive vibe i feel like whenever i've known you um but that's just for me so like do you want to introduce yourself to the people yes. so i'm biba and um i did i have a bachelor's in communication and a master's in journalism but i don't want to read my resume here you know what i mean um i just have a you know i've always been a very opinionated person mm. i want to have conversations that are fun but i also want to have conversations that are um that turn into debates, like at least healthy, respectable debates. Because mm-hmm. I feel like learning other people's perspectives are important. And I've always been that person even before school started. Right. So um, that's why I'm I'm here. Yes. <laughs> He's worldly. He's knowledge. Yeah. <laughs> he likes different diversities, you yes. know? I don't have, you know, I don't discriminate. Don't discriminate in the show. We don't, right. you know, we don't give a fuck what you are. You can uh-huh. be, you know, black, white, green, Big, small, in are. between. Right. Ooh, throwing some bars out there. You feel me? <laughs> <laughs> Nobody expected Here that. Here we are. Okay, right. <laughs> and a uh, shout out to Richie in the studio tonight helping us out. What's up, guys? <laughs> What's up? We always appreciate you. Shot for shot. Follow me on IG. Um, and, you know, like, so what, you know, I know you like talking to people mm-hmm. and you like communicating. Mm-hmm. Um, but going into communications and journalism and wanting to take that as like a career path is that something that you expected for yourself? Are you like, was that always your goal or you're kind of moved into it as time went on? Um, that's a good question. I just feel like um, my personality kind of led me in the direction, but I'm, all, I'm still not even there. So I feel like what I once thought is just who I am. I didn't yeah. really know that I could turn that into a career. Yeah. Um, and then once I started to research and understand more about the industry, I realized I'm like, oof, this is kind of hard. <laughs> the same damn way i'm like this is kind of hard uh-huh yep so i actually when i got into school i thought i was going to do accounting because i'm like okay like i don't know i grew up i'm from chelsea so i don't know if anyone's not, no one's from massachusetts Shout out it's chelsea. a very small little city <laughs> um, <laughs> so um yeah it's just like um i wanted to just make money but then i came across the comm class the communications class and the freedom to just think and say and hear. Yeah. I'm like, oh, this is much more my vibe. And then um, I ended up moving to L.A. I did what? some, yeah. When the fuck did you move to L.A.? Did I, I miss to, this part of your yes, life? I moved to L.A. 2015 for a year and a half. And that's when I did um, red carpet um, hosting stuff. So I did oh like a training God. over there. Um, I did some interviews with like on red carpets and stuff. And that's when I started to realize I'm like, I can make a career out of this in the sense of my passion. But it's not the glitz and glam that everyone say that everyone sees i wasn't getting paid um i was very much broke 
um and whatever so then i moved back home and then i'm like how can i go corporate to get those like long-term deals whether it's every, a contract of three years five years and that's why i decided to get my master's in journalism because i feel like regardless the skills can go you know anywhere either way even though i'm still not there yeah um I, that's what i did that's amazing Thank i didn't you. even know you did that red carpet shit yeah did you like meet anybody I mean, yeah. Some little, some little name names. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, okay. Sip that tea. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, I never, it's it's funny because even while I struggled to, like, be who I think I wanted to be, um, I never put those people on blast because, um, you know, I've had a few experiences. Mm-hmm. I can imagine. And, you know, that's the thing. That's a, <sighs> things aren't always what they seem. You know what I mean? So, like, no. I got into communications journalism for a different reason. Like, um, everyone has their own, you know, whatever. I was never that outgoing person. I was never, you know, as we were talking about my sister, she was that one. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> she was that girl. And I was kind of like, oh, like, why? Why aren't I like that? Like, I don't know. I feel like I have a lot to say, but I'm not the one who steps in the room and is like, everyone listen to me. Everybody look at me. Like, I'm just <laughs> never been that type. I'm more of the like, you know, what? I'll see I'll see the vibe. Let me see what the vibe Are is. Are you more of an observer? Is that what it I'm is? I'm more of an observer. I'm like an extrovert introvert, okay. which is weird. Like, I'm very much so an introvert where I like spending my time alone mm. sometimes. And like, I need to like take time to myself to re-energize or my battery get like i feel drained you know what i'm saying like if i'm in the room with too many energies for a whole day i'm an empath so i'm just eating all those energies and i'm just at the end of the day i'm like like yo what is my energy you Mm -hmm, know what i'm saying mm -hmm. so i really have to be careful and disconnect and um when i went to communications it was kind of like i wanted to make a difference like that, I know that's why, you know, a lot of people say, oh, this is why I went into it, like, want to change the world. But I really felt like there's so much fucked up stuff going on. If I get in, I can say it. You know, I can I can call out the fucked up stuff. I can say this. I can say that. And, um, you know, as I go into communications, like, as we say, it's not always what you think. No. So I realized, like, you can't always say what you want. Mm-mm. Even though there's freedom of speech, you cannot always say what you want in right. journalism. You can't always be calling out these big companies in a certain way or whatever you have to have your facts straight everything has to be backed up you have to be careful of your sources like i've seen things go wrong and you know and what i even, mean even sometimes like when i get hired when i've gotten hired by production companies they kind of kind of they tailor what type of content you're actually going to submit to them a hundred percent so not only have do you have to be careful what you say sometimes you can't even say like, in other words, it's like they'll give you an idea of what they want like they'll be like i'm sending you to this carpet to get this mm-hmm. so Tailor your questions to get that information. Like, don't be yourself. So sometimes it's like, yeah. that's what you need to like. It's not always the person behind's voice. It depends who they're hired by, depending on how big the corporation is, of course. If it's just like a random like little thing where you ha- are able to have a voice, then that's great. Mm-hmm. But if you're hired by a big corporation, sometimes your voice is their voice. Exactly. Exactly. And you don't really, you know, have a say in it when you're put in that position because you right. are the middleman yeah, at you that just point. Check. You want to check. Or you you know? want a chance. Yeah, you to eventually right. have a voice. You want an opportunity. Right. So you're like, oh, how do I get an opportunity? Well, I do what they say. Exactly. You know? For the beginning. And then you right. get into trouble. Yeah. So there was <laughs> there was mm-hmm. two instances that I realized, you know, it wasn't for me. And like I I went to Salem State. I love Salem State University. Um it was a great school, it was a great local commute for me. Um and they did have a great uh educational journalism communications program. Um 
But there was one issue that I had with it. And I was on the school newspaper. So I wrote for the school newspaper. We did like, you know, the video editing. You have to interview people, edit your own stuff, present it to the class, all that shit. Um, But also outside that, like, I was working on the school newspaper and in the classes. So for one of my classes, it was a final um, paper for, like, passing the class. You know what I mean? It was a, whatever it's called, a midterm? What's the end of the year one? Final? Yeah, final. Yeah, final. Right. So it was a final. Um, and it had to be based off something relevant um, to do with journalism communications or just like an opinionated piece. Like it needed to be opinionated but factual. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, knowing me, I wanted to go for, you know, something that I felt was something I could speak out about. Like I felt like it, it should be something that I had to say. And something had been bothering me about the program I was in. And that was not having them require me to have outside experience to graduate the program. Um, you could do outturn um, like uh, externship or an internship or whatever it is so i did do one with the uh lynn daily item but it wasn't required for every single student and it wasn't like i just feel like if you're in a communications journalism program they should literally be like okay so these 10 people are going to be at this company these five people at this company like you should be put in a position outside of school where you're able to see what it is to be in a newsroom what it is to work with real people who are doing this, you know what I mean? Just real life experience. So I wrote this article. I got a really good grade on it. We published it in the school newspaper because my teacher for the class was also uh, running the newspaper. So we worked like pretty closely together. So we put it out and, you know, um, I'm about to be graduating in like a couple months. It's the end of everything going on. So I think I finished in December and then my graduation was like in May. May, yeah. Yeah, like or whatever. So I finished in the winter time. Um, and I will never forget this, yo. And like, like I said, shout out Salem state, you know, I appreciate everything that they did (laughs) SSU. Um, but literally I got approached and my teacher got approached by the president of the school to remove my article from the newspaper because it was not factual. Yep. And I was like, what about it isn't factual? Because I was never required to do this. So pretty much like that's the thing. And this is just a small, small scale. Like I'm a student. I'm putting in a school newspaper. It's not like it's being published in like a city, whatever. And like, like whatever. And freedom of speech. I should be able to say what I want and how I feel. So I spoke it. And what happened? They wanted to take it down. You know what I'm saying? I think that just says in like a very small scale compared to everything else that happens in communications there are things that needs to be silenced there's things that get swept under the rug by people who you don't have a say it's not like i could be like no i'm keeping it there like that's the fucking president of the school yeah we're taking out the newspaper and you're challenging their curriculum i'm challenging their curriculum and i'm making a bad name for them because i'm questioning something that maybe they just haven't thought about so it's not even a bad thing it could have been a chance for learning for consideration you know what i'm saying like oh let's make a change to the program or let's consider hmm why does she feel that way Right. But instead, it's like, shh, don't talk about it. Or at it. least respond you know? to it on a, on a campus basis. Obviously, you're not responding right. to 7 News. Right. But you can respond on a campus basis. Like, this is the reason why. Whatever that reason may be. Exactly. It maybe would have given an opportunity to at least explain themselves. Exactly. Even if it was BS. Mm-hmm. So I just think that overall, in general, it's like a very... You have to like almost like step on glass kind of sometimes when you do um, journalism because it's like, like you said, you're doing what they're telling you to do. Right. You know, or if you challenge the wrong person, you'll be silenced. So, yeah. It's like imagine if you work like 
way high up in like a magazine mm-hmm. or you know you're an editor or this or that and they don't want to put your content out is there going to be an argument over it no it's either you're going to not do it or you're going to lose your job right type shit you always have to match the voice that you're working for which can manipulate your work mm-hmm. so and then but the viewers that are consuming this information are not realizing that exactly it's just your name exactly so you end up getting a bad reputation as a person versus not realizing but we can't expect the average person to understand the like the backstage no but it's because if you're not involved in something like that then you won't know you know what i mean and i think a lot of people are like like sheep in a way like they don't they're just you know taking in like if you're just taking 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 all this information Mm -hmm. and the one thing that i will never forget that i learned in communications is you question everything right you know what i mean Mm -hmm. and ever since then Maybe it is the way that I am. I literally question everything, everyone, every everyone's intention, resources. Like even if I'm reading a published article, I'm like, oh, where'd they get those facts from? Let 100%. me go let me go double check this article. And they right. told me in in school, if you're reading a, a Fox News article, go look at a CNN article. Go look at a um a Washington Journal article. Right. See the difference between the way that they word the the facts that they're putting out and how they're being biased to manipulate your thought into a certain thinking. Just like you said before, you know what I mean? It's like without saying it, we're we're still making you think that way exactly it's a voice the voice of that publication of some sort so it could be the same topic but two different perspectives it's up to you to figure out either to listen to one or to listen to both and create your own yeah and it's like that's what you kind of have to do with everything in life it's like i feel like you have to make your own narrative no matter Mm. how many narratives there are it's like yeah but i think that and a lot of the a lot of times nowadays people are creating their own narratives and it becomes problematic it does in my opinion because a place like twitter People are spitting opinions and calling them facts. That's Mm -hmm. a problem. Yep. And then it comes right back to them, too, because everyone else on Twitter is like, what the fuck are you talking about? You know what I'm saying? Like, Like, my uncle told me this, and he (laughs) saw it from the news, and so this becomes fact. It's like, is it? Yep. But you're treating it as such, Mm -hmm. and viewers are treating it as such. So you have to be very careful, but no one is. So that's the problem is that, like, you want to have your own voice, but a lot of people have the wrong voice. Not the wrong voice, but... Everybody got a voice. Everyone has an opinion. Everybody got a voice. And yeah. I, I mean, who, I mean, should, uh, should I be discussing what's happening in, I don't know, Oklahoma? Like how much of, how valid is my point mm-hmm. from Massachusetts? You understand exactly. what I'm saying? Exactly. But I will read one thing on Facebook, which is super problematic. And all of a sudden I know what I'm talking about when it comes to yeah. transgender rights. Right. Because I read one article. Right. Girl. Right. Exactly. Like, come on, no. like do your research. Right. And I think the thing is too, like what you said, it's almost like. Social media nowadays is media, like media outlets. And it's like, it's not guys like Mm -mm. that is not the same thing. Even media outlets sometimes are not the most reliable source. So how are you going on looking on Twitter or or whatever it is and getting your information based off there? You need to do your research. And I know you learned this, too, because you went for a master. So it's like the things that that consumer we're consumers mm-hmm. what do we do we consume right we consume everything we mm-hmm. consume advertisements we consume the words that they speak the media they put out the food that they put in front of us the president that they put in place anything we just consume it because that's how we were taught and technology tailors what we click to what we see <sighs> and so our pool becomes smaller and our window becomes smaller and smaller and smaller uh-huh. and so the the le- the more you know the better in the sense of what 
platform you're using. Right. So like with Facebook, like I think it was like 71% of people um, get their news from Facebook. Mm-hmm. Facebook has so much fake news. It's ridiculous. So much. So the more you click, um, Facebook will tailor it to more content that matches what you click. Yep. So you don't realize that you're really, it's, it's, it's narrowing the street that you were once on. Is that like on. SEO? SEO? Is that the same thing? Like search engine operation or yeah. whatever? Yeah, basically. Something like that. Like yeah. basically like when you search something on Google, all of a sudden you find it on Instagram now. So I think it, like people need to understand like how technology works. And I don't want to like bash technology. No. As long as you know how to use it's it tool. and you know what it does, yeah. you're, you're just... I don't need, like, not everybody wants to research. No one gives a fuck just like we do. Like, when mm-hmm. we're like, oh, I want to see what this article, what's really behind it. Okay, right. fine, whatever. But at least know if you go to a table and all of a sudden you read one article and you're like, nah, I'm going to have, this is what the truth is. It's like, girl, you read one article one. on Instagram yep. by someone that you call, that has a platform on a major show and you don't even know their credentials because not everybody on a show is a journalist. <laughs> Facts. And journalists have to, and I'm not, like, defending journalists. I'm just saying, like, if you are a journalist, like, you're, you're trained and skilled to get sources, right. to to like verify sources. Mm-hmm. If you're just a commentator or correspondent, mm-hmm. you're speaking on a headline that they're giving you and you're giving your opinion on it because right. you are more of a personality, which I love. I'm not bashing that. Like, yeah, I love yeah. that. Right. But just know who's talking. Exactly. You know what I mean? It's just like that person has a personality and a voice. They go on that show and they're there to give you the topic, like the headline yep. and then their opinion. But they're not going to say this is my opinion. Right. It is their job to just speak on it. Uh-huh. So you're taking it like, oh, but this said, they said this and they said that. It's like even talk show hosts. It's like we expect facts through them. We expect Mm -hmm. news through them. People take what they say seriously. It's like, yo, it's just crazy because my mindset is so different. But the masses of people really do take this to heart. Like, fully to heart. Like, like you said, read one article. Bitch, I know everything. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like All of a sudden, they're like an activist. you come out of? Like, <laughs> came out that closet real quick. What the hell? Like, you don't know right. nothing. Like, you saw one Netflix uh, documentary, and all of a sudden, you're an activist. You Girl, know, no. It's crazy. Mm-mm. And, like, even with, no. even with things that I'm like... <sighs> <laughs> Like, no, no, like, it's a girl, no, no for me. It's, it's a, a no, no for, for me. me. Excuse me. Uh, no. And it creates like you know negative, negative reactions between people, and it causes people like we were talking about um, off air to be canceled and yep. and to be involved in this cancel culture and like what what even the fuck is that? Right. Do you know what I'm saying? So like, what is, your, what is your opinion on cancel culture? Should cancel culture exist? <sighs> I feel like cancel culture has always existed. I think we just named it. I don't, I think it's been up, like uptaken by social media. Okay. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Um, I think the media in general does cancel people. Like, you know what I'm saying? Once you, once you do something wrong in the media, it's all only a matter of time where they move you out. It's like, you know, like just for example, like if you see celebrities dating, how many times do you see articles after you see that initial picture of them? Oh, they're together. Oh, they're pregnant. Oh, they're in a relationship. Oh, they're this, they're that. Like, it's like all these fucking stories that follow. In a way, I kind of feel a way about cancel culture because it's like somebody puts something on the table and then it's like, okay, well, everyone's going to fucking jump on that now. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I feel like I'm not wording that the best, but... I wish cancel cancel culture was not a thing, but I feel like now since social media, since TikTok, since Instagram, since uh, everything, Twitter, it's just it's going to continue because the amount of opinions that people have, it's going to I don't know how to explain it where it's like a domino effect. Like if somebody puts out a negative comment about somebody, even if it's false, you know what I'm saying? Like like 
for example, Chrissy Teigen right now. She's in cancel culture. And this bitch is depressed. What, what the fuck did she do? Uh, apparently, she bullies people online. So she's like, is it bullied, the whole like, like, um, the Silas thing? That she, this was like months ago, no? Um, or is this something it's new? It's like been ongoing. Okay, apparently, okay, okay. she like bullies like a bunch of people online. Something stowed in. Like, I don't know, all these females. Like, she's put out like tweets like, oh, I hate you. I hope you die. Like, you should like end your life. But it's like from 2000, like, I don't know, like 15 or 16 to like, now so she i don't want you to see what i was posting in 2010 first of all i see it on facebook <laughs> and it's not even like cancel worthy it's stupid worthy it's like embarrassing so i don't even know some people be digging up shit in 2005 and like i didn't even know how to spell in 2005 so just like leave it there yes but it depends on what it is it and i does. think i think cancel culture dep- like it depends on your platform you can't talk to me biba and then talk to someone that like chris cuomo we're yeah. not the same right so right. i think like we have to hold him to a different standard than he you would hold me because like who the fuck listens to me yeah you understand what i'm saying exactly um not to say i should be saying some stupid stuff mm-hmm. but i think that depends on the platform will determine cancer culture i don't i'm not necessarily like uh i don't stand behind it but i think that like if you have a huge platform and you're telling people to like beat on a certain activist group or something like that. And let's say yeah. you have like 3 million, I don't know, 30 million followers. Right. Then I think there's a responsibility that, that either that social media platform has mm-hmm. to not necessarily like block you or like you can't have an account, but I think to put it down because people can get hurt. Yeah. But again, I don't think that it's a slippery slope if you start canceling people because then the freedom of speech comes in and then our country versus other co- communist countries. So I think it's a slippery slope, but if you have a big platform, like I think that, private companies like Twitter and Facebook should monitor and weigh out and have a whole team to figure out like, okay. Is that an appropriate Chris comment? Chris Cuomo, I'm, 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 not that I have anything against them, just the yeah. person that we're talking about yeah, like yeah. in a little bit. Yeah. Um, if Stay they have, tuned. If, yeah, if, she, if he has 10 million viewers and he's telling people to jump on, I don't know, whatever group, whatever minority group, yes. I think there's a responsibility to hold them accountable to some, so, to some degree. Definitely. For sure. Because exactly. I think that like you're not using your platform for good. You can give it your opinion about, I guess, the situation. But if you're definitely going to come across like a like a ringleader of violence, then I don't know. Yeah, we should talk. But like, it's we like, should. where's the line? Do you know what know. I'm saying? Because we cancel culture for Chrissy Teigen online bullying mm-hmm. for the last couple of years and mm-hmm. bring back tweets and shit that she said. Well, Chrissy Teigen, if she tells someone to kill themselves, and if you tell yourself, if you say in your grave, like I kill myself, because like, bitch, you had another problem for you. You know, because it, like Chrissy Teigen told you to kill yourself, then you go kill yourself. Like, yo, doesn't that mean maybe Chrissy Teigen has some problems going on? Like, do you know what I'm saying? Like, we're all human, so mm-hmm. it's like. How are we canceling humans? Like, yo, cancel yourself then because you're not perfect. Right. You know what I'm saying? So we cancel that. We cancel fucking children's books. They want to cancel fucking Dr. Oh, Dr. Seuss. Seuss. Yeah. They cancel like right. um, Pe- Pepe Le Pew. It was like all these like things. And it's like, I grew up with that. You right. know what I mean? So it's like, is there, were we not sensitive enough? Were we like, so fucked in the head that we thought like sexual harassment or like bullying or joking is okay. I think like exposure, really. I just feel like we didn't really talk about it back then, to be honest. Like, I'm not, I wasn't for the Dr. Seuss cancellation, not that we're going to talk about that, but in the sense that like, I think use it as a teaching moment to talk about what happened when he was writing that stuff, like what the, what the world was like. Yeah. And then you can give your opinion on like, wow, this guy is, or whatever the case may be. But I don't think you should take the book away because I think it speaks to what happened. I think when you start to mute people's experiences, because like slavery happened, slavery happened, racism exists. Like you have to talk about those things. So it, it, I mean, if this guy was painting pictures and it was 
racially you know discriminatory mm -hmm. it's not right but use it as a talking point don't use it as like get rid of it because i think you're gonna like i think education is the best thing information is the best thing as long as it's factual and it, like what are, what's our history books gonna look like we're just gonna get rid of everything not, in it doesn't have a cute like history. you guys don't want to teach people about <laughs> slavery like is that cancel culture right. because that was facts right. like exactly I, I don't know i just i have a hard time finding where the line of it being okay is do you know what i mean and mm. like I think cancel culture is honestly, to me, it's like whenever I see it, there's a trend, like a, a cancel trend on TikTok or a cancel trend on Twitter. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Everyone, oh, hashtag cancel this person, hashtag cancel this. It's like, where is that coming from where we feel like we have the right to shut people down and shut people out? Like we all, I don't know, we all have a say. I think the freedom of speech and canceling is like literally like a hair thin from each other. Do you know what I'm saying? Because... You should have to you should have the right to to say what you have to say but if it's affecting other people negatively yeah we want to exactly call it out and right. use it as a teaching point right not completely take it out right you know i don't know right. so that's just how i feel i mean even just for example like this is like i'm a young woman i believe in you know women's rights i believe in everyone having equal rights every human on earth no matter who you are if you're an alien i think humans and aliens should have equal rights fuck it we were all put here for some reason right, you right, feel right. me like we didn't have a choice mm -hmm. so like just accept everybody but like there's um a book i read when i was in high school called lolita i don't know if you ever heard of this book no, i never have okay so anyone listening in and i will say i will say before i start this the book is fucked up. If you're looking at it in an overall perspective, the book is fucked up. It's about a pedophile. Okay. And it's about a pedophile being romantically in love. I mean, I like reading fucked up books like that. With a young girl. It has nothing to do with me, but I think it just keeps me page turning. It, so like, talk more. It keeps you like, yeah. So, so the thing is, I read this in high school. Okay. Right. So I was underage. I was reading this book. It's about a man and a child falling in love. She, they switch off in chapters. So in chapters, he'll be talking about her mm. in chapters. She'll be talking about him. The way that they both express the love for each other is like a couple that is literally in love, passionate. They care about each other. It's like weird. And I don't know how to explain it. I don't, I'm not saying I agree with this book, but they wanted to cancel the book. They wanted to take it out of libraries, have it like non-published, like all this stuff. The writing in that book is probably the most beautiful. Wait, first of all, how did you come across that book? Was it assigned to you if, at high school, um, or you found it? It was one of the. Oh, like you, it like, was like whatever. one of our reading options. Was it, dude? It really was. So it's like, does that not say how much things have changed? It's like I'm in high school and I have an option to read this book. Well, here's the and thing, and it's in our school library. Well, here's the thing: is that when it comes to kids and stuff like that, I think it's. I mean, the parents definitely have to be involved in, some, in my opinion. I mean, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. but my opinion is parents have to be involved because I don't want my 14 year old reading whatever they want. Right. Right. Because I think that I want to I want to introduce any type of topic with them. I want to be open. Yes. I don't have kids, yes. but I'm just saying. Um, so it, the book shouldn't be taken off the, sh the shelf. But I think. I mean, you can't control who's going to read it. So I guess my point is not, there's no point here. Okay, the thing so. is that I'm saying is like the that physical writing in it mm -hmm. is the, like, is such beautiful, like actual, like English verbal writing, like the way things are described in the way sentences are wrote in the way that the book is formed in the thought formation that it makes you think like, wow, like, what is this? Like, you're almost confused for most of the book. Until the end, and then you realize, oh my God, it's a fucking pedophile and a child, like being in love. 
Do you know what I'm saying? But and I know it sounds so fucked up. Like I feel weird even saying this, but it it was a book that changed my thought process because I was like, wow. Is like so crazy reading about something so wrong and something so like, you know, um taboo or whatever, mm-hmm. but in such a romantic beautiful way that like literally made me feel like So wow. when you say beautiful, you mean like in the sense that like the story was conveyed like easily with your mentality at that time. It's like, what do you, like, do you understood like, like the I, story? I like what was beautiful about it? Like, the, like the way they described love. Okay. Like they were describing love, not as if it was like a pedophile relationship, okay. just as if love is pure and how, how that relationship is like when you really care about somebody, mm-hmm. like it described that. And like, when you find out about that, then I was like, oh, shit, this is fucked up. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But I don't I have a hard time because I'm a writer. I'm a very you know, I have a good head on my shoulders. I'm clearly not somebody that, you know, believes in any type of thing like that. But that book helped me with my writing. I don't know right. how So you connected it with that level. I think it's more so yeah. about like, the conversation that you have after you read a book like that. Because exactly. I agree with you. I think those books are not the pedophile in particular, but those. Yeah very controversial after books let's keep on let's be 100 like they deserve to be on the shelf for it sure makes it you happens think, it's yo. real it it's makes like, you think and stuff like that. i just think it's the more more so the conversation that comes after it right um it's what's going to determine like i guess like your personal uh interpretation of it yeah. you know what i'm saying like yeah. for you as a writer and as a like as a creative thinker mm-hmm. it helped you understand what writing and story illusion storyboarding and all that stuff that's the thing it was such an saying? illusion i was like holy shit how somebody right. even write a book like this like it was like poof, but then like, again if it gets blown. into the wrong hands you get with a 14 year old they think it's okay to be oh if, if a 25 year old exactly. tells you that they love you then this book tells me it's okay yeah then you were coming into a problem or a pedophile reason is like oh it's okay to have a loving exactly. relationship with child because it's romantic but it's the not book romantic still live because right. the book it happens and whatever it, right. the book should still live for but sure then, then we're going to a conversation it's based off that person do you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. like we all have things we've been through to give us the perspective that we have some person some people could handle that book and the perspective and concept they had maybe some people would trigger them do right. you know what i'm saying like right. it we're literally all different so just to just to bring it back, like cancel culture to me is almost so hard to define or put my finger on right. because we're all so different. Like mm-hmm. it's all an opinion, you know, and I think that when we put things out there like, oh, we're canceling this person. Like, what are you doing by creating a ripple effect of of negativity? You right. know what I mean? Um, I think there's ways of coaching and teaching people to rehabilitate, maybe to be better or question their thinking. I don't think we need to cancel. I agree. So about what you do with the information whether it's controversial or not it's more about the conversation but i still stand with if you have a really big platform and you're you're, you're purposely being vulgar and 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 condoning violence against someone that's gonna hurt i think you you know it's a slippery slope you should just be like consequence culture yes. i would like to but touch not upon cancel that culture. yes cancel culture and not i completely that. agree and like i don't want to make this completely political but we are both interested right. in politics yep. but like from my perspective as a young white woman um, I am, maybe people don't know this. I am actually neutral on my voting. Um, I am not uh, democratic or Republic. I claim independent. Nice. So, um, it's just what I always felt because mm-hmm. I didn't even want to vote when I was younger. Okay. Um, I felt like I thought it was a lie. I thought they were always tricking me like, Oh, the man has his puppets. Like, you Uncle know what Sam. I mean? And I still maybe believe that, <laughs> you know, that might still be there. You never know. Um, but I will say whether I w- you know, I'm neutral. I'm coming from neutral ground. 
Trump had a very large following and he used it in a very negative way. Mm-hmm. And I think it's like, okay, nobody cancel cultured him to the point where it was like, do well, you they know tried, but well, they tried. I mean, he had too much power for sure. So I yeah. agree with you. It's like, if you have that platform where you know you're influencing a whole fuckload of people right. who maybe are the sheep. They're not the wolf. They're the people who are looking for somebody to give them information, looking for someone to guide them in a direction. You right. know what I mean? They can't find their own direction. They need somebody to tell them where to go. Exactly. And the thing is like Trump, Trump's voice didn't activate. No, no, excuse me. Trump's voice. He didn't really influence that many people. I think those voices always existed. They did. They and needed so that's somebody the to only say good thing it, that though. happened out of that is that we saw the true calls of a lot of people. Mm. And I think that it, it highlighted the things that nobody wanted to talk about. Like I said, these books that I talked about racism or slavery or depicted black people in a certain way, like get rid, get rid of it now. It's like, no, no, no. There's still people here that are yeah. racist. And so he just exposed them all. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. So I don't agree with it at mm-hmm. all, but I'm just saying like he didn't like create these beings these no. beings existed they exactly. just felt like they had a platform yeah now. and when they felt like someone more powerful than them was mm-hmm. saying the things that they were already thinking like yes now yeah. i can do it openly <laughs> right. like yeah which is which is my exact point it's like consequence culture like he like i mean the insurrection like the list goes on yeah. when it comes to things that happen right. um whatever party you affiliate with um Violence is a different conversation. You understand right. what I'm saying? And right. so I don't ever condone violence. So 100%. I just think that like you can you can believe in abortion or don't believe in abortion. Right. That doesn't mean you go and become a doctor and start killing people that are getting abortions. Like, bitch, exactly. you are not you don't have a PhD in shit. You understand right. what I'm saying? Right. So it's like stick stay in your state and if you don't want an abortion, don't have one. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? Like I'm exactly. just gonna leave it at that. Or right. if you don't wanna if you don't believe in gay marriage, don't be gay and don't get married to a gay man. Whatever you wanna do. Mm-hmm. Just like do what yeah. you got to do, yeah. but like in your own house. Right. And like, I just want everyone listening in to know like how <laughs> facts, just facts on mm-hmm. all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, just want everyone to listening in. Like I said, I am very like neutral. Like I try to give very neutral opinions because this is a show where anybody could be listening in. Right. So I want everyone to feel comfortable knowing that. And it's like, even though I do see that he um, used his platform negatively and influenced a lot of people like what you're saying, it created a chance for change and for coaching and to realize how much racism we still have, how much negativity we still have, um, how much we don't accept diversity still or right. um, different sexualities or um, for example, since all of this happened it's so funny in the company that I'm at that I'm actually leaving. Um, they started putting out uh, more diversity and inclusion trainings. Mm-hmm. They started promoting Asian. They started promoting every week. They were sending uh, corporate communications emails. Mm-hmm. Oh, we promote this person. We promote this person. A VP. This person started checking them out. Asian, black, you know, a Hispanic. Like, and I'm not saying in that way, but I know that as a business aspect from the. Um, turmoil that's happening politically they have to also match that do you know what i mean if this is being called out and people employees are starting to feel uncomfortable what are you going to do well now the company has to make changes so why wasn't diversity and inclusion being put out weekly before that do you know what i'm saying why wasn't asians and blacks and hispanics being promoted last year like that that's almost like damn so wow you guys really needed somebody to shake you up and realize how how like you know, my, backtracked our mindsets are just to pull us up to speed. You know what I mean? Just today. Do you today, give credit to change, or do you, do you think it's almost like for bonus for like brownie points? I think. Do you consider it change or brownie points? 
I think it's both. Like okay. today, so today I get an email. What are they doing? They're sending out new name tags that you have an optional choice to put your pronoun. So right. now you can choose he, she, or they. Right. Why? Because there's so much more um, things going on in the trans community and stuff going on with LGBTQ and people feeling like, you know, they need their voices to be heard because of everything that's been happening. You know what right. I mean? Everyone wants their voice to be heard. So I see it as a change, but I see it as a change for brownie points. Okay. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, bo they both you're being exist in the forced same universe, to change. Right. They're kind of yeah. interchangeable mm -hmm. in a way. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I don't know if you've seen that in your company or in anything else. No, like, I definitely see because people feel like they're get, they are been they're being hired into certain companies for diversity points. Mm -hmm. um, regardless, I agree. They both exist in the same universe, but just like when I used to look at colleges, I would look at the, at the at the um, diversity numbers, and it would be like eight percent Latinos and like ten percent. I wanted to go to a diverse school, yeah. Um, and so sometimes, like even when I got into Emerson, which is a really good journalism school, like this white woman that I worked with was like, "Oh, did you get in because you were Spanish?" And I was like, Aye. "Right." So I was like, "No, I actually got a, a like a, a scholarship for my academic grades." Mm -hmm. By the way, <laughs> fuck my right, but. Um, that's the mentality that people have. It's almost like, did you get like, did you go in for a diversity hire, or did right. you get in for a diversity student, or yeah. whatever the case may be? Yeah. Um, that's a whole other topic. No, no, I completely <laughs> feel you. I completely feel that's you. That's a whole other topic. But it's true because it just it just highlights those things that we're not doing efficiently. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? So whether it was cancel culture or racism or the politics or whatever. Even though it has been negative, I feel like in the long run, we're still shooting for change. Do you right. know what I mean? Like, that's, where's that's the mindset, at least. And I think that um, not to cut you off, but in the sense that just whoever's qualified for the position, don't look at the color. That's all I care about. I don't like if a white guy ends up getting chosen because he's qualified, mm -hmm. then let that then so be it. Mm -hmm. But as long as everybody, no matter the name, no matter yeah. the background, can sit at that table who's qualified. Yes. So if we all have PhDs and we're all going for this whatever job, mm -hmm. I don't care what your name is, if it's freaking Jolie Silani <laughs> or if it's whatever the case may be, as long as you can, you're able to sit at that table and may the most qualified win. I'm good with that. Exactly. As long, but for the longest time, not everybody can set the table. That's my point. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't I don't stand for like er, now all of a sudden Hispanics have to be in every place in government or whatever the case may be. Yeah. But if they're qualified and they're up against someone who's white and they're more qualified, then they should be able to get it because before yeah. they couldn't. Yeah, exactly. But if the white guy gets it, then he it, it should be because he's qualified, mm -hmm. not because he's white. Mm -hmm. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. But for the longest time, let me repeat, it was because they were white. Exactly. Exactly. And I, I mean, this is a little off topic, but I don't know. You just somewhere, <laughs> somewhere in what you were saying brought it up in my mind. Um, I was reading this article the other day. It was on Snapchat. It's probably not that reliable. Just so y'all know. Right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm still going to bring it up. Right. Um, so it was this like real estate company in the South. And it was she's a, a white woman um, okay. who's like the head of the like whatever, real estate, or maybe it was a lawyer firm. I don't know. It was one of the two. But she was the head of it. And there was people um, who worked under her who were having candidates, like, set up interviews with her for this job position that they had. 
So they had set up a African-American candidate. And afterwards, she sent out an email, a mass email to all the staff that worked in the office saying this in all cap locks. This was a waste of my time. I told you, do not send me any more black candidates. We work with a white clientele and they are not going to feel comfortable working with that. And then she put again, this is a waste of my time. Do not send me any more. My mouth is open, by the way. Yeah, his mouth is literally (laughs) dropped. So... The Spanish girl who worked in the office went on TikTok. You know how people do those things where like they'll show like the email and then their face will be in front of right. it. Like their they're like cropped like in did. front of it. Right. And she was just like looking at it. And like while like the email was like it was like showing the email. And I'm like, holy shit. So let me take devil's shit. advocate for a second. So if she's the owner. I'm not, I'm not giving my opinion. I'm asking you a question to so just get, see where your mind goes. Okay, yes. If she's the owner and We're she's in, like, and she's profit, if she's profit driven and she knows her clientele and she makes money off her clientele. What would you, if you were a financial advisor, what would you have suggested that she have done? Financial advisor? In the sense of like, she's profit driven, I'm assuming, because she's running her own law firm or her own real estate. And well, if I she think knows that's that her client that I want to bring up because it's such an inaccurate racist statement but at the same time if you're looking at it in a business owner perspective where you know all your clientele is white people from the south who them themselves are probably racist having a real estate or law firm or whatever it is black uh african-american or black person come in to help sell a product to them is probably not going to be the best move on your part but was the way she addressed it correct was the way she addressed it correct i would say no I would say no, absolutely either. How are you going to send an email? Do not send me any more right. of these type of people. Like, 100%. yo, come on. I know that was that was awful. Yeah. But I, I'm just thinking like from a business standpoint, I'm like, what the? I, that's awful. But let's say, for example, like I'm from Chelsea. Mm-hmm. Should I put a Gucci store on Broadway in Chelsea? No one no, can afford that. of course not, because they'll get <laughs> fucking robbed. But that doesn't mean that I should talk bad about the people that live there, because that was me. Facts. Understand what I'm saying? Exactly. So I agree with you that the message she gave isn't right. It's very disrespectful, and who knows where she stood with her values? Um, and I, don't kill me for this because I'm I'm not racist. I wouldn't I wouldn't want to serve people that have them in that mindset. But if she's profit driven and she's in a community that is very close minded, then she's like, do I pay my mortgage or do I try to be cute for diversity? Because then it brings back to diversity points. Her, like, so do point. you are you yeah. hiring this person for diversity points or are you hiring them because it matches your values and exactly. your morals? It's like it everyone's being tested. It depends on your perspective. And it's like that's why some people don't even choose to be in certain industries because they're like, they don't want to run that line. Exactly. They don't want their money to reflect their morals. But some people just separate the two. Mm-hmm. And so if and if that Spanish woman doesn't mess with her boss's morals yep. that she got a bounce mm-hmm. because now she's not a part of it. You're working for the wrong company. You're working then. For the wrong company. Yeah. But you know, so that's the thing. I think <laughs> like no. It's, tough it's like, I'm not agreeing with her at all. I don't want no one to think I'm agreeing <laughs> exactly. with her. I'm just thinking I, I like, like you said, you're neutral. I'm not the most neutral. Like I would, I definitely lean left, but mm-hmm. I'm definitely like a moderate when, if yeah. you want to, if you want to speak political terms, yeah, yeah, yeah. but I definitely try my best to assess every situation with an open mind. I try my best. Not every, not, I mean, if you come at me telling me like, oh, like gays should die, like we're probably not going to have a conversation. Mm-hmm. But I, if I'll you just come, punch you in the face right. real quick. <laughs> but if you come at me with like, you believe in abortion and I don't necessarily do, yeah. then I, we can have a conversation because you could talk about why you don't or yeah. why you do and we can have a conversation. You understand what I'm saying? Exactly. But in this situation, I try my best to be like, okay, 
Is she trying to pay her mortgage or is she trying to spew more hate? Mm -hmm. If she's trying to spew more hate, you're awful. Mm -hmm. Because if she's client based, she's not going to, it's not her job to educate them. It's their job to educate she's themselves. She's having pressure so, put on her. Do you feel me? Yeah. Like, I, and again, a, I don't know this lady. So who, maybe she is racist. I'm not saying that she's not, but mm -hmm. if she, but like, we don't know. That's the whole problem is that we don't know. Exactly. So if you're going in and you're and you're selling, you know, Avon makeup to bitches that wear Fendi or, or I don't even know, like if Mac bitches that wear or, Dior, yeah. <laughs> like then you're going to be like, you know what? I'm not going to bring D I'm not going to bring Avon to Linfield mm -hmm. because, you know, yeah, they're not going to open ain't those gonna doors. Wear it. Yeah, they're not going to exactly. wear it. Does that mean that I don't I think that people are broken? They should have more money. I don't know. It's just not the clientele. It's just not the clientele. But so why I wanted to bring this situation up. But, and the, way she, but the way she said it was the awful. way she said it was wrong. <laughs> and don't ever put something in writing that you don't want. Right. You know, yo, let me just repeat this to everybody listening in because we are in such a tech culture. Do not ever put anything in text, email, or writing, or voice messages, or voicemail that you do not want someone to hear in the future right. because that shit will come back to you one day. Mm -hmm. That's all I'm saying. Right. If you have some shit to talk, talk that shit in person. Today. You may have money today, but in 10 years, if someone comes across that email, you'll be broke then yo you seen that coming up there's like people person. there's people in the um the olympics and people in like random like high up positions they'll pull tweets and and shit from like 10 years ago five years ago of them being racist yo they get canceled Speaking they get that, cut this is like so adhd but i didn't know a lot of sex happens at the olympics what? So off. Uh, <laughs> that was news to me and i guess gonna, i know it's like <laughs> But that was just so random. But they told me that. They were like, oh, you know, a lot of like. Yo, who told you this? What resource? Oh, now yeah, call out your resources. Right, no, it was just like friends. But they're like, oh, because everyone's like attractive and they're all in the hotels and they all just like screw each other. And I was you just know, like, kind oh, of like shit. makes sense in my it mind. It makes sense. Because they're probably so all single. Because they like. <laughs> but like, I, listen, I read, but I didn't read that. Yeah. And I kind of believe it. Because if you think about it, everyone's like pretty fit. If you're into fit guys yeah. or fit girls or fit whatever. Yeah. And so I'm like, wow, like everyone's fucking in Tokyo right now. Facts. That's interesting. Wait, can I but say But you should also? be training, but that's kind of like Wait, 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 but also because you're... <laughs> I mean, you're like practicing, right? Yeah, I guess they're, they're like active, but like, I, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to like... No. We were, it was a serious conversation, but like you said Olympics, I'm like, oh shit, I just learned that they, they everyone's right fucking the over fuck there. into Olympics. That is cool with me because we got a lot of shit going on in Olympics too. And like, they all single probably because right. you work your ass off all year. Because you don't have time for a you're man or a girl. When are you going to have a you're relationship? Training. You're going right. to be with nobody. So they probably do all go and right. hook up and fuck it. I mean, they That's deserve so interesting. it. Okay, I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, that is interesting. Hey, anyone watching the Olympics, they probably had sex the night before, so I hope you're picturing that now. <laughs> Imagine. And you know what they say like with sports people? It's like, oh, like don't have makeup sex or even sex at, at all either the day before a game or whatever because it like fucks with your like... Your, uh, your, like, um, your mindset towards the game. Did you guys ever hear but that? it's your hormones too, right? The boxers do that. So like, supposedly you can't have sex before right. a match. It's your hormones, isn't it? Yeah, right. Yeah. Your testosterone levels. Yeah, your testosterone. Yeah. Isn't that bizarre? It's crazy. Right. But they it want, like makes sense in a way. Like don't release no shit. Yeah. Right. Okay. All right, all right. Like keep that all good. <laughs> you know what? Should take some notes on this. Take some notes. Everybody take a year off. No, you know? I'm, not, I'm not an athlete. <laughs> At least I don't think. Um, you so, might be. That, I mean, that, it's, just, fit. It's, it's very interesting. I mean, I try my best, but I'm really like, I think it's I more for luck. I try my best. I look my muscles. <laughs> But yeah, it's so interesting. Oh my god, that was so sidetracked. Oh my god, kill me. Well, since we're on the Olympics, can we talk about Simone Biles a little bit? About why she like let go, like whatever she did? Just like 
Yes. Like, okay. in a way, so many people fucking hated on her. So I heard people even at work talking shit about well, this what girl. Happened? First okay. of all, so, so in case no, in case the people don't even know because okay. I don't even fully know. So she was on the Olympics team, okay. obviously the U.S. team going right. for gymnastics, and she's like the top, top of the top, top. Mm -hmm. That's how I'm saying it. Like she gets the gold medals, she does the shit, she runs the team. She was like the leader of the team type shit. Like mm -hmm. everyone was betting on her. She pulled out. Um, okay, so she went on. Uh, I think it was a beam. I, you know, if anyone's listening to this and I say it wrong, I'm so sorry. But I think she was doing like a beam routine of some sort. Like, you a know, beam what I'm talking. Routine? You know, what I'm talking about those like beams. <laughs> yeah. Yo, is no, there another word for it? Oh, we, we don't have technical terms. We're not Olympians, okay, so it's right. fine. So she's doing she's some type beam. of routine. She's doing what she she's does. She's doing what she does. She's doing right. flips and shit. Right. She goes to land. She lands horribly. She like. Like, like horribly. Like, she doesn't even like land on. Know how they land on their Not feet, elegant. like at cats? No, she like falls. So, um, she said that you she said had this like cats. Meow. Yo, we're drinking too much champagne right. today. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, she lands. She like falls. Pulls out of the Olympics. The next day, she tells like people she's not going to do the next like. They have, like, different, like, routines or, like, whatever they do in different days. So she pulled out, like, the next three events that she was supposed to be in. It was, like, and a floor routine. what was the routine. reason? Was it mental health? So she I said mental health. health. That's But the you're thing. saying that it's because you didn't land, bitch, so you're embarrassed? Is well, that what you're saying? No, it's not what I'm saying. Oh, okay. So she said she had something called twisties, which I didn't know what it was. So I had to go do my research. Everybody do your research. If you okay, don't know what something twisties. is, go look it up. So I didn't know what twisty was, so I looked it up, and it's when they're flipping in the air, they get lost in where they are in their flip, and they don't know when they're landing. So she said that, like, her, it's almost like an out-of-body experience. Like, you're flipping, and your body is, like, physically moving, but your mind doesn't know where you're at in that. So when she landed, she was, like, like caught off guard like she said like her mind was all fucked up so she didn't even know she was landing at that time like that's what twisties is apparently well the thing is we all know even if you're not a sport like if you don't watch it like olympians go through a lot like they have arthritis when they're 17 no. so i can the imagine mental the, stress. the mental stress because the discipline it takes to get there <laughs> so i mean i don't know what twisties are but i believe that i believe in them now <laughs> yep yep so anyways, but then she put out a whole statement saying that she was playing out for mental health reasons. Okay. And a lot of people started hating on her. And even I heard people at work, like in the break room, they were talking like she literally, I heard a lady say this. She was like, she let her whole team down. How could she pull out? She literally let her whole team down when they trained and she knew she was going there and she knew it was going to be stressful. That was her like prerogative of it and she wasn't even saying to me she was saying to another colleague and i just like overheard and i'm like damn that's really how you think about her this is like a young ass girl yeah you know the olympics is going to be stressful but it doesn't mean that when you get there you know how your body is going to physically react to what you're doing if you're not mentally there then i mean is it about your team i don't know i mean it runs a, i mean you're 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 an athlete you're an olympian so i guess it's a very fine line between you're, it's an obligation, but also if you're not in the right mindset, like for example, like you're a creator, you're a writer. Yep. If you're having a really bad day where your mind is fogged mm -hmm. or whatever the case may be, it's not allowing your creativity to flow. Right. So you're not going to be able to perform. You're not going to be able to write. You're not going to be able to do whatever your case yeah. may be. So, I mean, I guess she has a responsibility, but I do understand that if she physically is not in the game, she's not going to perform. So I'm going to pull myself. And everybody knows she's the baddest. So mm -hmm. I guess it's really just about her. And um, like I feel and like we're an Olympian. So whoever had that opinion, like, girl, you can't even do a cartwheel. Like, you've never done that shit. Right. You've never done that shit. We don't even know life. what that is. That's the whole thing. Is like, they're like, oh, no, you're supposed to just pull through. Right. Like, you know how it feels 
supposed to flip in the air six times and your mind feels so fucked up you don't know when you're gonna land that's why they're they're all fucking in the hotel since she was like they literally have they have to get the energy out they need to fuck they're all all mentally fucked like literally they're not having sex they're not (laughs) laughing they're just training all the time like it's just like i can imagine their mental health not being there even before they get there exactly so i don't know i'm not judging them because i can i do a really cute cartwheel but i can't do it on a beam dude i fucking bet you do (laughs) i bet wait like an actual cartwheel you guys are hysterical (laughs) i feel like we should have our own show together The Biba and Ellie show. Right. (laughs) Oh, my God. No, I can't. But I feel like overall in general, though, it was mature of her. You know what I mean? And she has a man. Maybe she wasn't having sex there. Maybe her mind was all fucked up. And she was like, you know, she needed to get home to her man. Who knows? Girl, there's world hunger. If you didn't win the gold this year, like, and people bet on you. If you're even betting on Olympians, you have money to spend. Because I'm not betting on nobody. Fucking facts. I'll send you a tweet and say, good luck. Yes. But like, I ain't betting money. So if you're betting money on her, like you have money to spend and you're the dumbass anyways. Mm-hmm. Or whatever the case may be. People be invested in too much shit. Exactly. But I do understand that like she has an obligation. She knew what it was. But if she was in the ment- in the right mental state, that's on her. And she said, she was and like, if she let if her I team down, pull let her out- teammates say, you ain't shit. Yeah. Let her do it. Because they the both train is, together. Yo, she was supporting the fuck out of her team. She was still sitting there supporting them. And then she and answered, no? Um, she did one more. Okay. She did one more. Uh, yeah, I don't know how it went. I didn't mm. end up watching it. But like, she was there supporting her teammates. And her dropping out almost gave some of her teammates the opportunity to get gold, which is right. dope. Like this girl, like Sunny, or I, I forget what her name is, Suni Lee, or I don't know. I forget. But she literally she got gold for like the first time. Like it's like amazing. Like, right. It's like I don't know. Maybe she prayed on it, Sunny Lee, or whatever the girl is. Yeah. Imagine she's like, how am I going to win if, Simon's in, if Simone or whatever's in it? And if Simone's <laughs> mentality was not there, so she's like, boom, the universe was in my favor. And now Sunny Lee is a gold member. Facts. So facts, whatever. Facts, facts, And I just want to tie in for everybody listening in. I think everything that we're talking about is just about, yo, there's multiple perspectives. Because we're about to bring up a very... Um, an important topic, a relevant topic, um, but something that a lot of people have different opinions about mm. and, and could be like, you know, you might not agree with what we have to say, but the thing is that everyone has their own opinion. And mm-hmm. I think that the last few topics we talked about between Lolita, between Simone Biles, between Trump, um, the companies changing sexual harassment, diversity, um, diversity all that shit, everything about that. It's all just showing you that everyone has an opinion. Mm -hmm. Everyone's doing stuff for a different perspective. Your perspective might not be their perspective on it. Do you know what I'm saying? Um, And you have to take a step back and be like, yo, it's not even affecting me. Like, it's not affecting my life. Why am I so stressed about it? Worry about you. Worry about your perspective, changing your perspective, understanding what you believe. You know what I mean? Like, we don't have to hate and cancel everybody for decisions they be making based off things we don't know. We don't know who's behind them. We don't know the puppets who are pulling the strings. We don't know the people who are talking in their ears. We don't know what their own mind is saying to them. Do you know what I mean? So who are we to judge another human when we are just human? So that's all I'm fucking saying on the show is that the the conversation we're about to get into... Very deep, very relevant topic, very political. Um, we're going to have our own separate opinions on it. I right. hope you guys have your own separate opinions on it. Um, and just get to, you know, g- hear us out. Just right. hear us the fuck out. Biba, go ahead. Oh, you're, I'm taking it off? Okay. Take it over. Um, all right. So we're talking about Andrew Cuomo, right? You're. Okay. So Andrew Cuomo just resigned mm-hmm. this week. Um, depending on when you listen to this, it's August. So just, you know. Do- so it's going to be like, um, 
he resigned a week ago, pretty week much. Ago. Okay, yep. so let me just be. <laughs> I'm in the future right now. So he resigned um, because he was actually charged with um, sexual harassment or assault, or uh, I think one of the. I think both. Both, right? Sexual harassment. And, um, I think... and so to us, this was yesterday. So he resigned. Exactly. Today is Wednesday, the. 11th and he resigned uh tuesday the 10th exactly um and so he was actually charged with these cases which is the difference i mean i'm not a criminal justice major at all but i think correct me if i'm wrong you can be charged for something and then you could be convicted the the next step is whether you're convicted or not so they said even if he leaves even if he decides to resign he could still be impeached weeks later exactly kind of like how the president was in that position exactly um, and so he was charged with sexual assault and harassment. Um, they, I think they had like 140 interviews. Um, they have like multiple forms of um, There was 11 evidence. technical. Right. He was, tell- like, he was like, telling girls like, you know, would you have sex with an older man? Um, you know, stuff like that. And so he was basically forced to resign. And a couple of days before that, I think it was last week, he still went on and did a, like he responded to the charges and still said that he was innocent. Uh, and then the public and social media spoke um, and whatever type of ad, um, advisors are around him convinced him to resign, which mm-hmm. in my opinion was a smart decision. Mm-hmm. Um, I wish everybody across all aisles was held to the same standard um, because there's a lot of allegations and there's a lot of not charges. I don't want to say that, but a lot of people in in similar situations are still living in those positions that they're in of power. So <laughs> I'll just say that. Hashtag Me Too movement. Right. <laughs> but I think it's, it's very controversial, this topic, because even I, like, I question the facts. I question the truth between his story and their stories. And, like... Well, you don't need to question any. Well, I'm, I'm not going to tell you what you need to do. But, I mean, with the, the Southern District of New York, which is, like, one of the highest forms of, of court or whatever yeah. the hell it is. Again, I'm not semi-major. Yeah. Is the one that did the investigation. So... For me, the investigation is done. Right. He right. hasn't gotten convicted, but he's been charged. So it's enough to charge him, which means that shit happened. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? And so when we talk about like voices when it comes to journalism and like you kind of matching the voice that you work for, mm-hmm. I think at this point, I lost my train of thought. Don't even worry. No. At this point, oh, at this point, um, it goes back to women in particular, not only, but in particular, they're fighting for whatever type of promotion or a chance at whatever they're going for. Mm-hmm. And they're subject to a lot of bullshit. Yeah. To be quite honest. Yeah. And that's not just women, but it's a majority woman. Yeah. And so it's like, if this intern is in and she just wants to make it in as an anchor, she, they're subject to a lot of bullshit. I mean, I don't know how else to say that. Yeah. And so a lot of this stuff happens. It's been happening. It will continue to happen. And I think examples like this is going to force people to be responsible. And it's like, you're in a professional setting. Respect. You understand right. what I'm saying? Right. Like, your fantasies, I'm all for fantasies and fetishes. I'm all for that. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? Right. But it's at different home. than expressing at it home. verbally right. to and, a and, colleague. And I'm not, I'm, not, I, I'm not, like, highlighting assault or harassment. I'm, what I'm saying is that if you are fantasizing on a blonde woman but your wife is brunette, like, porn. Right, right. Like, porn that. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? Like, don't do it to your intern because, like, would you like it done to your daughter? Would you like it done to your wife? You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And for the longest time, women didn't women didn't have rights. Well, and if you say, spoke up, you didn't have thing. anything. Yeah. Nothing happened. Yeah. And so people gave up. Right. And so nowadays it's like, you know, put up or shut up and it's going to catch it's gonna catch wind nowadays. So yeah. it is what it is. Yeah. And I'm I, happy. And I think that's a huge thing, too. Like, what you just mentioned, it's like women and men— 
equality in the workplace is still not equal. Mm -mm. You know what I'm saying? Like anyone who thinks that shit is equal, you are fucking mistaken. Right. That is a fact. Right. If you want to ask me, then go compare uh, a man and a woman in the same position and look at their salary for the year and look at what the fuck they make. Um, There is going to be an increase in the men's salary because that's how we've always done it. Right. And if you continue a pattern of continuation throughout generations in history is going to continue as that manner. You know what I'm saying? We are just now breaking a barrier where men and women are starting to become or working towards becoming equal in the workplace. It does not mean that sexual harassment is out of the workplace. Right. Like, I mean, just this week, I have an example. I'm not going to mention names, but my coworker, she was, she had her review mm-hmm. and her team lead told her she needs to wear more skirts and dresses. It's like, what was that a joke? Was that a joke? No, no, he was serious. She told me, and she was wearing dress pants, so she was like, "Are you serious?" She's like, "Yeah, you need to dress up a little bit more." That's effing nuts. That's fucked. That's fucked. She's in dress pants. Fucked. So why the she's dressed appropriately? So you shouldn't say shit about what she's wearing. Skirts and like literally. Would you say that to a man like, "Yo, you need to wear what shorts to work?" Like what? Like I want to wear shorts to work. Yeah, like why can't you? Like damn, let him wear the. Like, no, why does he have to wear but, the dress pants? No, but it's like, that was... Cr- when she told me that, she went to HR. So she just got switched teams. I mean, it's a whole thing Damn, nowadays. Yo. But it's like, that's... It. Like, you're talking about her performance, and you're bringing out that she should be wearing more skirts and dresses. Question now, mark? mind you, she is the only black girl on the floor. Oh, my God. It just keeps getting worse. Right, exactly. So I'm like, that's funny. Because it's like, is she, is she... Is it, is it not... Like, you know, what is she not dressed up enough because yeah. of, she's black or whatever yeah. the case may be? Yeah. That's real interesting. Right. Would you say it to a white woman? I don't know. Right. Maybe you will because it's women and women. But I think that that has nothing to do with her performance. And it just happened in 2021. It has zero percent. Exactly. So it's if anyone is questioning what we're talking about, it is facts. I'm not saying every single thing that happened and what we're talking about is facts in itself. But overall general of equality between men and women in the workplace is not equal at all. I think generational stuff, as people start to die out, no shade, it's always going to exist. But I think it's going to become less tolerable. As you see, people are being convicted. People are charged. They're being convicted. They're resigning. Yeah. It's not at the pace that we want it. Right. But I think that as we have these conversations, podcasts didn't exist 50 years ago. You understand what I'm saying? Right. Women couldn't even work. Women couldn't even have credit cards. Like you want to get, you want to get down to the nitty gritty. Women can't go to school. Yeah, they can't drive. You feel me? You can't drive. This is still going on. There are literally third world countries that young girls cannot be educated. Mm -hmm. They cannot be educated. Like, I don't know how else to put it to you guys. 2021, women still can't have their rights and opinions to themselves not in america but it's still in this world right. you feel me where do you drive the where do you draw the line as a woman that's determined to be successful or to go for that position where do you as a woman draw the line between what you would put up with and be honest like what you put up with for what your goal is because i think that's the biggest problem I'm not problem doesn't mean that I have that you should be choosing one or the other. Yeah. I'm I'm just saying that's the biggest like battle that a lot of women have. It's like how much should I put up with in order to eventually get that position? Mm -hmm. And I think that even me as a man, like I put up a bullshit to see like where it would get me. Yeah. So I I don't like you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Of course I do. What and you know it depends. Is it individual? Like I don't know. I'm not gonna say I have never been 
sexually advanced at work because there has been times. And you know what? I think the thing is that we need to understand physically in a physical dynamic aspect. It's not fair. You know what I mean? If I'm going to work and I'm dressed professionally and I'm wearing a skirt and a blouse and heels because that's what, you know, I'm supposed to wear for my job. And that makes me look attractive. And then somebody wants to say something to me. Is that fair on my end? Is that fair that I'm dressing for my job and my profession and I'm being given sexual advances because of how my physical body was molded by the universe or God or whoever created me? You feel me? Like or your mama or my mama? <laughs> like that shit ain't fair. You know what I mean? And it's like, I just think that's that's where we get to the point where it's like, OK, well, let's be equal then. Like, why don't you say, oh, wow, you're to a guy like, oh, your ass looks so fat in those dress pants. Like, why are you, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. there just has to be an equality at one point where it's not sexual advances just towards women, because I feel like in the workplace now, a lot of that happens and a lot of it gets swept under the rug. Mm-hmm. And um, I was talking, you know, to a coworker about it. And we talked about like generational differences too, like older men who have been in the industry forever, who work in offices, corporate America, they grew up in a, in a time where women are less than men and they still are, but like way less than men. Do you know what I mean? Like you're a housewife, you do the work, you do the cleaning, you do this, you do you that. You don't say shit, you just operate. You don't say shit. You're like, you you're mechanical. I mean? So if they come into work and they make a sexual joke towards you, that's funny. You know what I mean? You better shut your mouth because that's funny. Like that's not, that's not something you should take disrespectfully. You right. should laugh at that. Mm-hmm. Why? Like, why do I have to feel like I laugh at that? You know what I mean? Because we're from two different generations, you know, and in that shit can be taken out of context in such a way like her. Like, it's like, yo, that should never been said to her. Right. Especially and during I think that even women to women sometimes do it because our facts. higher up. This ain't just men to women. This is right. women to women. And so like an older woman at our job said she's being too sensitive. And it's like, no, it's just because you're 30 years older and you were just, you had to go through worse and that's not fair to you. Yeah. But you're saying that because you had a tolerance, because that's what you had to deal with at that moment, that this younger woman should have that same tolerance. Yeah, exactly. And I think that's the thing. It's like, guys, there is no right or wrong, but it's like being fucking respectful to everybody. You know what I mean? Understanding. How about saying it in your mind? Like, I don't, like, we can't control everybody's mind. Let's just keep it 100. Like, you know what I mean? I'd be be thinking some things about my boss too and stuff like that and all that stuff, whatever, whether raunchy or inappropriate or whatever the case may be, but like, do I say it? No. Do I verbalize that? No. No. Like, I would never because that's inappropriate. But some people don't have that social cue. You know what I mean? They're thinking, oh, maybe if I make this a joke, then it will be less than a less like it won't be as awkward and then maybe they'll feel like oh they can get an in because i have a higher power so then they'll want to be involved in it you know what i mean and i think in andrew cuomo's case um that's how it the news portrayed it that like pretty much he was Utilizing, utilizing, his, utilizing power his power to condone his behavior. Right. And for one of them, she said he groped her, mm-hmm. that she he, that he went up her blouse and he squeezed her breasts over her bra, which obviously we all know is sexual harassment. Absolutely. So that's like a off the bat, yes. But some people would even say, you're lying. Do you know what I mean? Even if she's saying that, you're coming on national television, you're embarrassing yourself, you're putting yourself out there for every man in the future who ever is going to date you to know you went through this. You think you want to put yourself in that situation if it didn't happen to you? You know what I'm saying? That's the thing that really gets to me. So that's one person. The other girl who has actually come out and done interviews about it, Oh, fuck. I wish I remembered her name. I don't remember I don't. her name. Um, but 
I'm going to look it up in a second. But um, what she's coming out and saying is the way that he was speaking to her privately when he called her in privately to the office. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And she had texts that she sent to her friends afterwards that backed up what she has said. And so pretty much when she got called into the office, she was saying he was asking her, um, you know, uh, do you date older men? Right. Um, that he's lonely. That he wants a girlfriend. Has he? Has she found him a girlfriend? Um, would he? Would she be interested in dating older men? So, when you think about those questions, and you're talking about a governor, you're a staff, twenty six years old. He's probably in his what fifties, or I don't even know how old he is. Coming in a room privately and him asking you about your personal life. And then on top of it, this young woman was a sexual abuse victim. Mm. So, and for some manner, some reason, either she told him about it or he knew about it. Apparently, he kept repeating to her over and over, oh, you were abused? Oh, so you were abused. Oh, so you've been sexually abused like that over and over to her. And she said it in the interview. So what is that saying? And what she said is that is a textbook definition of a sexual harassment predator because they're using your weakness. Using your weakness. Exactly. Using Mm -hmm. your vulnerability to make it easier for you to feel like shit so that they can make a move. Right. And then you'll be like, you know what? This is okay because I've already been through it. And I knew, you know, I have no value. So it's okay for you to touch me like this because I already don't value myself, Mm -hmm. you know? And I think that when she started saying that, I was like, damn, because this girl didn't even say she got touched. She said that the way he spoke to her made her feel like if she ever went there again, he was going to try to sexually abuse her. Some people could say she's lying. You know, some people could say she's literally just That's looking for attention. Like when you're talking about lying, it's almost like a lot of the, that behavior happens with no witnesses. And so the, that bleeds into the court system. Right. It's like that witness bullshit. A lot of rape and like sexual harassment doesn't ha- Like, what do you think? They're going to do it at fucking 7-Eleven? Right, with the cashier? Right. In front of everybody? No, like, they're going to oh. pull you in a room and they're going to do it there. Right. There's no witnesses. Right. So that's why investigations as a whole is important because- in no way, shape, or form am I saying women lie, but I'm just saying investigations as a whole, period, is important. Yeah. Period. 100%. And so you, they, it's their job, they're trained to figure out how to convict or not convict. Yeah. And so, but also understanding how the court is kind of like fucked because not always witnesses are going to be able to help convict a rapist or a sexual, a sexual harassment harasser, whatever, predator. Yeah, yeah. So, because it happens in Rome, so just you you and them, them and whoever the hell. So right. It's like they, it's just hard too because there's no like hardcore evidence. It's not like that moment was videotaped. It's like right. that they moment is now spoken it where word. To do it. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And you know, so a lot of people, you know, coming against her and, 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 and hating on her and her coming out and saying like, She said in the video, like, why would I ever want to be sitting here saying this? Do you know what I mean? And then I thought about it as a young woman, like, yo, if I'm a young woman and I worked for the governor and he sexually harassed me, I would be so fucking embarrassed to talk about it. Like, I would feel like... I would feel like it was my fault. I'd be like, did I like wear no something wrong? Right. Like, yo, nobody's going to believe me or like everyone's going to think I'm just like trying to get attention. You know what I mean? And then when I think about, though... Think about the future. Mm -hmm. Like I said, think about like your future husband having to like see this or like whatever. It's like you really want to put yourself in interviews and having to lie about something over and over. Why would you lie? Why would you even say it? Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And she kind of said that she was like, you know, like 
I'm sitting here telling the truth and it's hard enough. Imagine if I was sitting here lying. I couldn't even imagine how stressful right. it would be. Especially going through an investigation. Right. Like it's one thing, again, separate from the Me Too movement. Like people go on Twitter or like their little stars from Love and Hip Hop and they do a, a complete lie. Yeah. But if you're going to go through an actual court and trial and all that stuff, like who's going to do all of that? Mm-hmm. If it's a lie, Mm -hmm. but people do lie. Mm -hmm. People, I'm not talking about women or men. It doesn't matter. People do lie about certain shit, but I don't think somebody's going to go through all of that to lie. Yep. It's just whether or not they have enough proof. It's just the name of the game of the court system. And then on top of that, besides the two that came out, um, there is nine other women who Mm -hmm. are also claiming different sexual harassment charges. Um, Like I said, I'm not somebody to say that it's facts or or fiction, Um, but I I just think it's something that needs to be spoke about. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is a very important topic. It's something that keeps reoccurring in businesses um, now that women feel more comfortable speaking about it. And now that women feel more comfortable speaking about it, a lot of people are saying, oh, you're lying. Well, why are we lying? Because we didn't say it before, because we were put down, because we felt like we didn't have a voice. Right. Now that we have a voice and when we speak about it, we're being told that we're liars. Mm-hmm. So I just, I, I think it's very, and I'm not saying there aren't people who like claim rape in our line because, you know, sometimes there are, you know, it's not that in, in all of history, there weren't women who said that sure. sexual things have happened with guys and they were lying because they were mad at the guy or whatever the, the case may be. Them or yeah. There, there has to be two sides to everything. I think that's just what I want everyone that's to stand. Investigation is important. Period. I'm not, I'm not a judge. Yes. I'm not here to tell that all women are are, are telling the truth. All women, are t- it's not my, it's not my place. Right. But if it happened to you, yeah. Speak up. Yeah. I hope yeah. that you can go through the process to convict mm-hmm. if conviction is necessary. Um, it's just an uphill battle. Yeah. And, and then I so I, I it, just so. want to throw out there too. I don't know if you've heard this, but mm-hmm. so pretty much um, overnight before he resigned yesterday, two of his staff members quit. So one was his direct aide who worked female with him. Or male? Female. Oh, yeah. His direct female aide who worked with him, who they said in the media was the one who was. Um, protecting him from these allegations so every time these allegations would come up she would be the person like no like denying it going to talk for him like saying this is why it didn't happen blah blah blah. the other person who resigned was a female she was the head of the sexual harassment department within the company like within the government Mm -hmm. so her job was to like make sure like anything that was inappropriate like everything goes through her she resigns. So both of these women resign overnight before him giving his resignations. I'm confused. You feel me? Like, I'm confused. Why? So why, if they know, if they support him, if they know they've been his right-hand women this whole time, why would you resign? You feel me? Because you know something's off. Right. You know or something's you off. The ball, so. Again, I don't know. And this is just facts. I'm like, I'm going off people literally giving their resignation. I'm not, like, just making this shit up. Right. You dropped the ball. Like. Right. You you were not what you said you were, mm-hmm. and you you lie you either lied to them or you made them lie. Right. You know. Um, now I feel like I am taking a side. Now I feel like I am being biased. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> also, young world, we out here. Yeah, you're like I'm gonna go into this very neutral, but and, yeah, but fuck him. Yeah, pr- yeah, pretty much. He did that shit. He did that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and you know, to kind of wrap it back up, because we were talking about this earlier. So for those of you who don't know, Andrew Cuomo is the governor of New York. Um, Chris Cuomo is one of the head anchors on CNN, um, which is one of the biggest news stations out there. And 
They're literally brothers. So pretty much Andrew Cuomo gives his resignation today. Uh, two days ago, Chris Cuomo went on vacation um, because the 9th of August is his birthday. So well, from a media standpoint, a lot of people go have a hiatus in August. And mm-hmm. my, my show, The View, is one of them. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm not defending him. I'm just saying. So. No, no. Go ahead. Say it. We need all sides. We need all but sides. But August is a month that a lot of the media, like a lot of like the entertainment industry either shuts down just like in December too. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if it's convenient, but um, I'm going to go with uh, that. And they said um, in all of the articles I've read a long, like long planned vacation. Excuse me. So they've know, had like the whole time. So <laughs> I just like spit this all over like bubbly, Biba. Like, I don't oh. know what happened. Um, <laughs> but like from a long time ago that he already had this vacation pre-planned. Mm-hmm. So they're trying to say it's not a coincidence that Andrew's giving his resignation on the same week that Chris went on vacation. Um, but as I was telling Biba, which I, th- which I think is it, it could be a coincidence, but go ahead. It could be. Mm-hmm. It could be. You you don't know. We don't know. We don't mm-hmm. know shit. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? You could take this vacation. You could literally plan it three days ago and be like, you know what? I'm going to get out of here. Right, I'm out. Before you give your resignation, I want to be pressed by the media. I want to be on the news. Imagine how much stress that is. It's your brother. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? That is literally your blood. Um, but either way, so pretty much Andrew resigned. Um, but at this point, they're trying to cancel Chris. So they're saying because Andrew resigned and now Are they he's trying to cancel Chris. Yes. Oh, okay. so because he resigned, he's out of office. They're saying now Chris should step back at CNN because he knows information that he's been withholding and he's not reporting on. How do you feel about that? Okay. Um, <laughs> definitely shouldn't be canceled. He didn't do that. He wasn't involved in the act. Now, whether I believe that it's his obligation to speak on it because he's in a platform where he's a news Deliverer. Oh, wait, wait, wait. So for everyone listening in, Chris Cuomo has been told by CNN that he cannot report on this topic because conflict of interest is his brother. I just I, I don't agree with that. I just think that it's his obligation to report on it. He doesn't have to give an opinion on it. <laughs> but if we're going to go back and forth, if Fox was to do that for the other team, we would be talking shit about it. Mm-hmm. So... You don't have to give your opinion, but you, if it, it if it's in New York and you're in New York and CNN is based out of New York, yep. then it's your obligation to deliver the headline and say something. Right. That's my thing. You know what role you play when you are or have a platform like that. And if your brother is in a political game, you know that you're going to talk about him. You cannot only talk about him when it's good. If you weren't built for that, you shouldn't be there. Now, again, I'm not telling you to bash him. I'm not telling you to give your opinion. I'm not telling you to use it as a, as a chance to defend him. It is your job, in my opinion, to deliver the news. If that's the news, you deliver it. Do you feel like it's a conflict of interest, though, for him to be it's put in the of, spot? I think it's a conflict of interest if he was to give an opinion. Because if at that point, he's trying to influence his viewers to believe what he's believing. So you're saying if he's straight factual, like this is what's going on right now. Right, this is what's happening. Andrew Cuomo, my brother, because everybody knows we've been on this show mad times. He's been charged with a sexual assault. With, with a, sex, ugh, a sexual assault. A, mm-hmm. Whatever. I got you. So, <laughs> um, I don't. And then give your opinion on sexual assault. Maybe. Use it. At, but it's your job. Like you don't get to pick and choose what news you report. Yes, it happens. You do get to pick and choose. Networks pick and choose what perspective. Yes. But I think that you would have reported on it. And if it was DeSantis from fucking Florida, mm-hmm. I guarantee you, you would have. Right. right. But because it's your brother, 
your job is your job and his job is his job. Right. He had to resign. It is your job to say, my brother was charged with sexual assault and he was forced to resign. I don't believe in sexual assault, blah, 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 blah. I'll leave it to the court system to convict him. Boom. I'm giving you, I'm doing my job by delivering the, the latest. And I'm telling you that I personally don't believe in sexual assault. <sighs> and I'm going to leave it at that. Like, I don't I, know if, how if I, I feel him, on it. Because then I'm thinking like, yo, like the stress and the pressure that puts on you to report about your own sibling. Do you know what I'm saying? Like maybe they job. should leave that up to another person because at that point then it's personal. You know but what I'm he saying? He has the prime time hour. He does have the prime you time ha- hour. If you, if you know what you're getting point, into. Fiba. Right. You know what you're getting into. It's, it's, it is what it is. And you're in a political, you're in the political world. Your brother is in the political world. You have a political family. Yeah. At that point. Well, you're both powerful you built, figures. Right. So that, that puts you in a, and I love Chris Carlo, but at the same time, you would a hundred percent call out a Trumper in a second. In one second. In one second. Yo. And so whether they want to be open-minded enough to say that they would hold themselves accountable, I like to make sure that, like, if you're going to tell someone, like, speak up, make sure I'm going to speak up if I was in that, sh- in that position as well. And so you have a duty, and your duty is to deliver the news. Your brother's in the news. Don't give an opinion. Give the give okay, what everyone drop. else says. Question for you. <laughs> what is it? What if CNN is telling Chris he cannot report on the news, and if he does, he's going to lose his fucking job? Then what? Richie, step in. I know you want to say something. If that's if that's the case, it's very black and white. Just don't do it. That's it. Just that's facts. Do it. Okay. So if you're being put between your job and reporting on your own family, yeah, don't do it. Don't yeah. do it. I mean, I guess if it's for, I don't know. I, to me, I'm gonna go with. I don't know what I would do if I was in that position because I don't have that type of coin. Number one, where you had to, you would have to pick between your job and your brother. Mm-hmm. Not to say I will sell myself for a coin. That's not what I'm saying. I know what you're saying. But what I'm saying is that I can't. You, no one knows until you're in it. But what I'm saying is that could be played in all sides. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? And if yeah. you're in a, if you're in a, we're not talking about me here mm-hmm. in Massachusetts. We're talking about someone with a platform delivering news of all kinds. Mm-hmm. If you're gonna call out another team. Make sure you hold yourself to the same accountability. And that goes for every angle. Right. That's all I'm saying. Right. So if CNN is going to talk shit about, because they have, talk shit about how Fox spews fake news on the vaccines, Fox, all those things that can go on for hours, you need to hold yourself to a better standard in order to have foot on the ground to call out bullshit like uh, that happens on Fox News. You understand what I'm saying? Like, I'm not going to hold myself to the same standard that you do because... I want to represent me. Yeah. And if you're not going to talk on it, that's on you. But if I'm going to call you out on some bullshit, I need to call myself out on some bullshit. Right. And so I want my audience to know that regardless of what happens, I'm choosing this job. And if my job is to report the news, then I'm going to give you the news. I don't have to give you an opinion. I can give you the news. Mm. And if everybody else is talking about it and I'm not talking about it, I just think it's it's, it's some bullshit. So what and if, if CNN like- is making me choose... Then everything else has been that all the producers that are choosing what topics are being spoken about. I mean, it trickles down. Mm-hmm. Don't I don't want to hear no shit on Fox News. Yeah, I don't want to hear no shit. Mm-hmm. Moving forward, I don't want to hear no shit because if they're if they're spewing fake news about vaccines and about this, and they don't they're not, they're not going to talk bad about DeSantis, but they're going to talk bad about Biden. You can't talk shit about that because you're doing the same shit. Right. Right. 
Exactly. I feel you. No, yeah. I completely feel you. And I think right now it's it's just such a it's such a tough position because this is his job. Right. This is Chris's job. And he's not him though. He's, For me, like he, I, I, I would never want to talk people. Ba- yeah, I would never yeah. want to talk bad about my sister ever in my life. Right, same. But if she's in the headlines for something and she was there was an investigation, yeah. a thorough investigation, yeah. and she was charged with something, yeah. I'm going to deliver the news. Right. Or go on vacation. Or go on or vacation. Or go on vacation, <laughs> right. go New York. But when I come back, I'm going to say, God bless America. <laughs> right, or right. Or something. Like, yeah. I don't even know. But I'm just going to say, like, no, I don't I don't know. I, I'm, I'm going to stand with that. You can't pick and choose your battles. If you're going to sit there and call people on their bullshit, that's what fake people do. Mm-hmm. They'll say, you, I'm going to say, like, you're fake as shit. But when it's my turn, it's like, nah, I'm justifying it. Yeah. Be better. Yeah, exactly. And... Well, I think it's just, it's just a it's a hard position now because so or he's resign. he's gonna have to come back from vacation at one point, right? Okay. So what they're saying is because Andrew resigned, now Chris should resign. So that's what's being put out there. It should be a double resignation. So the I don't thing, think that's warranted, but whatever. I don't think so either because but think about it though. When he comes back to his job at CNN, what's going to be covered for the next month and a half or two months? The trials of what's going on with these sexual harassment victims, what's going to go on with him being charged, if this is going to go to court, if the court proceedings are going to go on, you know, who knows the extent of how far this is going to go. So then what is CNN going to say to Chris? So what every time this is being covered, you're going to be off air or you're not going to speak about it. Only your co-anchor is going to speak about Mm -hmm. it. Now we're put in a very uncomfortable position where Mm -hmm. nobody knows what the fuck to do. You know what I'm saying? So. I don't know. Like, I, I, I really, I do feel neutral because I don't know what the fuck. I don't know what to do with Chris. I don't know if he should come back. I don't know if he re- should resign, take some time off, slip back in, make a funny joke, get people like you again. Like, yo, at this point with two such high up political people in power being brothers and in such an indulged scandal of sexual harassment, like, Yo, this is something, like, unprecedented is how I feel. Well, I mean, if you want to run what you talk about, then run your own podcast like you do. You understand what I'm saying? So if you want to run, but you don't run what you do. You work for CNN, and it's a news source. Mm. Report the news. That's what I'm saying. I feel that fact. (laughs) I feel those facts. I feel them. I do. Don't pick and choose. Don't pick and choose, but it's also... It's also tough to choose if your company is telling you you cannot report on that. Do you know what I'm saying? He's rich. What so if then I resign. Have, like, okay, so resign. Resign and then say I'm going to go over there or I'm going to do my own shit or whatever the case may be. I mean, that's rich people problems. He's he's loaded. Yeah. So if you don't want to talk about it, you know, I mean, it's just going to it's going to impact your your say moving forward in some way shape or form, period. Right. And don't compare yourself to Fox News because to me, I would never want to do that. Like, I would never want to compare myself to you. Like, I'm me. So I'm going to hold myself to the same the same opinion and standards that I would expect you to. Exactly. And so if you don't want to call me, if I'm going to call you out, I'm going to call me out too. Mm-hmm. And if not, then I'll, I'll peace out and work on real estate. I don't know. Make money on the way. <laughs> <laughs> and see, the thing is, I, I just want people to hear, like, know from my perspective that I do agree with you because I, I feel like, you know— it's it's tough for me. I do feel both ways, but like 
if you have chosen that as your job, you're in communications. We both have gone to school for communications mm-hmm. and journalism. You have to be forward. You have to be upfront, and you have to report the facts. If it is a fact, if it is happening in the public sector, you need to report upon it. You know what I'm saying? And if you're told otherwise, well, then you're kind of taking away freedom of speech and you're not reporting on what you're supposed to be doing. You're not doing your job. Mm-hmm. You know, so like I said, or like you said, as long as he said it, but it is not biased, you know what I mean? Like, this is what is happening. Just read the teleprompter. It's unfortunate. I Andrew don't agree Cuomo with it. Was been charged yeah. with My such brother, such. Governor Andrew Cuomo, has been tar- charged with sexual harassment, sexual assault. I will not be maybe speaking about it forward going on. I am acknowledging it. Do you know? I think that's a thing. That's I think I, that's, that's what I'm saying. You know, I couldn't get the word out, but the acknowledgement of right. what is went on is very important to many men and women watching CNN and trusting CNN. You have the responsibility. That's what I'm saying. Like they, they're putting you in a position where they're, where now thousands, millions, hundreds of people are watching you, expecting you to tell them about something mm-hmm. and you're keeping it hush hush. You're putting it under the rug. You're not doing your job. Nope. You know what I'm saying? Even if they're telling you not to do it, well, then they're not doing their job. Right, 100%. So, I don't know. That's how I feel about <laughs> shit. That's how I feel That's about it. That's my opinion. That's my opinion. But I'm not Chris Cromwell, so who? Um. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, and I think that's the thing. Everyone listening in, everyone judging off this, you know, situation going on in the in the media right now. We can only have our own opinions, our own facts. We'll never know the full truth. You know what I'm saying? Like, even if, like, the full proceedings come out, you never know the full truth. Well, fuck the truth for me. The truth is, to me, the truth Your is there. Your own truth is. no one's going to really know what would, they, what would they do in that situation until they're in that situation. Mm. So I would hope that I would hold myself to the same standard. Hold yourself accountable. You know, even if it's your sibling, mm-hmm. you have an accountability to report on it. Right. Um... If you guys feel different, please drop a comment. Let us know how you feel. Um, We would love to hear from you. I would love to hear from you and just to know like what's going on in your mind. Um, And, you know, I I, I think, you know, one thing about all of this is it it all goes on through social media, which we talked about. And I think we both have kind of a love-hate relationship with Mm -hmm. social media because it's like... I don't know. Like I grew up in a different generation. Like I, I'm not, I'm still trying to get used to the fact that everything is put out over media on Instagram or TikTok or Twitter. Like that is not how I grew up. I didn't have a cell phone when I was in like middle school. I don't know. I think I got one. When did I get one? Maybe it was the very start of high school. You're gonna draw my oh, no, ages? Okay, just kidding. No, no ages. Okay, just Damn, kidding. You're gonna draw my age on All right, air? Just kidding. Wait. So no, did I have a phone in middle school? I think I did. Damn. Maybe I had one at the end maybe of middle school. school. I might be lying. Yeah, maybe high school. It was like a flip phone, like a Razor media. or some shit. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Nextel, Razor, you like, know, that we Puerto Rican hood shit. We weren't on Instagram, Twitter. We weren't on all that shit. That wasn't even a thing. Hell no. No. Imagine. Imagine. Imagine if... Imagine if... God. Imagine if I was sending, like, nudes in high school. Fuck it. Forget it. Mm. It'd be over. You'd be famous right now. Bitch. No, I had no body. Just kidding. So I would have a lot of proof of nothing. Stop. But where did um, all this body come from? I feel like trying my best. Hey, working on your fitness mm-hmm. up in the gym, just but, working. Yeah, on it. social media. You need to have a healthy relationship with it. However, you need to use it. Use it. Um, just don't let it consume your entire life, unless it's your business. You can use that as a business for sure. Yeah. 
And like we said, it's a tool. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? But a tool can be used in a good way, in a bad way. You can hammer a nail into a piece of wood. You can hammer someone's head and kill them. But, I'm sorry. That was very graphic. But like, <laughs> what the fuck? She's a writer. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, though? It very can be true. used like, positive I was and negative. really different. Yeah. I was like, you know, use Twitter, use Instagram, or you can just like fucking hammer a fucking wood or hammer a person. I mean... <laughs> Depends where your head's at, but for yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just, as a, just as a very visual uh, graphic for all right. my people listening in. Maybe you're a little morbid. Who knows? Um, <laughs> but I just feel like it's so different nowadays because, like, everyone feels like their opinion is the main opinion. You know, you send out a tweet, you are the main person. Like, you are the all, end all, be all. Like, no. Like, we all just have an opinion. And it's like, like I said to you earlier, like, Bitch, who's TikTok? Who is this bitch? Right. I don't know her. Like, first of all, the people with the most opinions TikTok. have like, like 50 followers. So go ahead and tell your cousin and your neighbor mm-hmm. that you don't like Chris Cuomo because no one's mm-hmm. listening to you. You heard? Like, girl, bye. Girl, bye. Right. <laughs> like, only like worry about yourself if you have a platform in the sense that like where you're actually causing some type of influence. Me, I don't have an influence like that. So you're going to get a gym pick from me. <laughs> <laughs> You, Yo, may, you know what I mean? Your gym picks be looking fire, right. though. I mean, so you're going to get Damn. a gym pick from me, and that's it. And you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Just don't let it consume you, because I think that it 100% distracts you from what you want to focus on. And that's why, for me, I would suggest people having breaks for them. And this is coming from a journalism, like, right. master's, like, fucking person. It's like, 24-hour news. And I think it's it's you need to have a healthy relationship. Give yourself a time limit, or just give yourself, like, a month off or something like that. Because, like... You forget that, like, life, like, in, like, that's tangible. Yeah. You forget that that shit happens because you're so consumed on your phone. Yeah. So I think, like, take a break. And it's hard. Like, even, like, I was telling you off um, air, like, you know, I'll be, I'll be catching myself caught up hours on my phone if I go on Instagram sometimes to a point where, like, because I post weekly for the podcast, whether it be like just a post or a video or usually both. So it's usually like two posts a week. I'll put that shit up and I don't go check it for like a day or two days because literally, I don't know. There's something in me where it's like, I don't want that pressure of having to be like, oh my God, who liked it? Who commented on it? Who wanted to see who didn't look at it? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Oh, let me go stalk this person see who who they're following. Are they watching a different podcast? Like, you know what I mean? Like, what is that point in my mind? What is that taking from me? Energy. What is that taking from me? Motivation. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. sometimes I need breaks from social media to get my battery recharged to be like, you know what? I It's okay. You know what I mean? There's so much pressure involved with social media platforms like oh to get the most likes or this and that and actually just recently i don't know if you've noticed um the change on instagram but they took it to like if it's a certain amount of likes it'll be like somebody like it'll show you like oh biba liked it and others instead of saying like oh 107 people liked it it. yeah so pretty much they're they're taking off like the like the likes aspect to show you how many people are liking it. So it says like only the person who owns the page can see how many people like that post. So it will say like one person you might follow and others. So if your boyfriend's cheating on you, you know you no longer know. You no longer know if your boyfriend's cheating <laughs> oh, on I'm you. I'm fucking pissed. I'm checking my shirt right now. <laughs> hey, but you say so. You yourself is you've taken a break recently. Or? I've taken a break for like two or three weeks, and I feel like I just wanted to focus on what. 
I had going on in my head. Mm-hmm. And I think that I found myself during my free time scrolling endlessly. Yeah. And so I just felt like it was just useless. But like, I'm not going to be real dramatic about it because I'm, I'm not really addicted to social media like that. Yeah. But I just knew that like, you know, you follow people, they post the same shit all the time and it's cute. I love yeah. it. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. But if I'm scrolling for two hours, I could be doing something else. I could be reading. I could be just like something watching productive TV. with I yourself be, or even nothing like for me, sitting in silence. But it's better than like comparing myself to others. Yeah. Or seeing what people are doing constantly yeah. or like not enjoying a moment because I want to record it. Wow. Like, that was such facts right there. You know what I mean? Wow. Um, it's so true. And you know what? Like when you, when you're involved in that, it's, it's facts. You're missing out on life. Like you're missing out on other things going on around you. And you need to take that time to refocus, recenter yourself. Like, yo guys, social media is not everything in the generations who are young, who are growing up with social media, who are making YouTubes at seven years old and at 20 becoming famous. You know what I'm saying? That's putting a, this image in everyone's mind. Oh, everyone can do that. Sorry, guys. Not everyone is going to start at seven years old on fucking YouTube or whatever. And then in 10 years become famous. This is not how things work. Right. You know what I mean? It makes it seem like it is. Social media is not everything. It's not the end all be all. Yes. Now careers are made out of social media. People can be social media, Instagram influencers and they can get paid thousands of dollars. Yes. Not everybody is going to be that. Right. And I think that's the thing. It gives you like a, a preconceived notion of what it is to like be that perfect person it's like nobody's that perfect person you know and also same thing as what you said it does waste your time or like you know i read something the other day rest is productive you know what i'm saying even if you just need to rest your mind your body your soul you're being productive you know sometimes you need to take that like if you don't rest that day then what are you gonna do the next day you're just gonna be just as drained trying to work through the same shit Take those days and rest your mind, rest your soul. Take time off social media. You know what I'm saying? Like, 100%. it doesn't hurt. Did I mean, it hurt you? Are ahead, you broken? Hit the, hit, hit the A button or whatever. Let about yeah. Ooh, go ahead. Ooh. Bam, bam, bam. Hundred <laughs> <laughs> percent. Um, and you know, is where we we kind of been chopping it up. I know, right? We've been chopping it the fuck up. We've been going. Ham. We've been going ham. I'm gonna, some I'm knowledge gonna, on these people. I'm gonna drag you in as my co-host one day. Watch, you're not even gonna Go suspect ahead, call it. Me up, call me not up. gonna suspect it. Um, but before we end the show, mm-hmm. I have a question to ask you. Go ahead. Um, I've been asking people this the last like couple months or so. So it's whatever, however you want to answer it. I did not tell you this before the show because I wanted to catch you off guard. Okay. Um, and as a communications person, I'm sure that you're you can, you're equipped to handle this question. So um, from yourself, from your own perspective, whatever it is, and if you don't want to answer this question, don't feel obligated to because you do not have to. Um, But as yourself as a person, what do you feel in today's day and age that it means to be an old soul in the young world? Even if you yourself are not an old soul in the young world, kind of what do you think that means for everyone Um, listening in? I just think that like some t- some people get caught up in their own life, whether it's in their own city or their or their circle group or like whatever the case may be, where you feel like you don't relate mm-hmm. in some way, shape, or form. Or you don't have the same mindset of the people around you because you relate or you connect to different things. <laughs> um, and so, traditionally, when you think old soul, young world, like you could be fifteen years old and think about retirement and how you can set yourself up for that or you can be 15 years old and worry about how you're gonna get your next boyfriend because he's cute (laughs) i just think it's like your reality in that one moment um and how you may not connect to the people around you 
um, doesn't necessarily mean that like you're in the wrong place. Yeah. No, I completely feel that. And thank you for answering that. Of course. Yes. Um, <laughs> and do you, what kind of soul do you consider yourself if you consider yourself any type of soul at all? Um, I wouldn't put a name. Like, I don't know what adjective I would use. Do you think you have a soul? Yeah, I definitely have a I definitely have a motherfucking soul. soul. I have a motherfucking soul. It's mad vibrant, y'all. Yeah, I'm deep as fuck. No. (laughs) Um, But I don't know. I mean, yeah, my friends always tell me all the time, like, I'd be thinking I'm 50 years old in the sense (laughs) that, like, I'm like, oh, I'm 29 now. So, like, I'm supposed to be married. Mm. But then I'm like, oh, my God. Like, no. Yep. And other 29 years are like, oh, bitch, I'm young. Like, I'm young until I'm 39. And I'm like, 39? You're like, bitch, you're old. No, not old. As in like 39. Be buried at and 39. you thought bopping Thursday to Sunday at fucking Cure? Like, I don't know about that. <laughs> but not that 39 is old, but like, you know, you you popping and dropping at 39 and you're like at the club every weekend. I don't know. It's a little different for me. No, I feel you. Um, But yeah, I, I, a part of me is like an old soul in a young world in a way. Um. Yeah. And at the same time, you like to get it, and you like to party and travel. For sure. So, but then again, I, I don't mind staying home. Yeah. Like I don't go out in Boston; I go out around the world. Oh. I'm the same fucking way. I feel like I relate to that because, like, I love traveling. I love seeing new places. Mm-hmm. I love going out, having fun, having a good time. But I also take that time to be by myself, right? To indulge in research, or, or mm-hmm. you know, I feel like if you're investing in communications journalism at all. You want to study. You know right. what I'm saying? You want to figure out what the fuck these people on this world are about. You want, you want experiences. You want experiences. And the best way to do that is to travel. To add, like to meet new people. Get out of your circle. 100%. Get out of your town. Yeah. Ask questions. Right. And dip it low, bring it up slow. You know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> dip it low, bring it up slow. Hey, hey. <laughs> but no, for real. Dip it low, bring it back up, and you don't right. focus on some shit. Exactly. You know, get yourself in track, get your mind, your body, your soul on point. You know, guys, there's no time to waste. Like, we are here, we are now. Save up, go to Greece, meet a guy. Oh, go to Meganos for me, be would safe. you? Come back. <laughs> <laughs> But whatever you may do, just, you know, be thoughtful and be respectful of people around you. I just feel like, you know, we have so much hate in today's day and age. You know, fuck all that shit. Love everybody. Give love to your mom. Give love to your friends. Give love to your family. Um, strangers. Give love to the people that don't even give out love to. The people don't. But to a they need extent. it the most. Yeah, you to, feel to, me? To a certain extent. To a certain extent. Like at, the, at some yeah. point, I'm like, ah. Uh, don't let go, them get, take get your cold. love. Just don't go. let them take your love, though. Right, right, right. You know? yeah. But give love. Say, give God love. bless your soul. Is that, give love to your mommy who's calling you. Okay. <laughs> It's 921. She should be sleeping. Diva's mom really wants to talk to him during this podcast. She's called me like three times. Yeah, she's like, I need to talk about this party we're planning. 100%. She's going to be like, I got blue balloons and I got black balloons. Should I have got silver balloons? And now my mom, I sent you a text. Like, I literally detailed it to you. Mad funny. Um, but yo, it's been like two hours. We've been chopping it up. Okay. I, I feel like we're going to have to do this again soon because there's just so much to talk Call about. Me over. You are amazing. Thank you. Um, honestly, Biba, I've always admired your spirit. Um, the light that you bring to the room. You're just always really, like I said in the beginning, you're a positive person. Um, even if maybe not all time you're, you know, inwardly positive, maybe you do deal with your own shit. For I'm sure. sure everybody, you know, we all go I'm through not our always own. always nice, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah. I'm not. Nah, I can hear that attitude in your voice. <laughs> 
Relax. <laughs> but you know, overall in general, yeah, overall, yeah. you are really graceful. Thank you. Um, and that's the only reason that you were interested to come on this podcast. Sure. And I was interested to have you because mm-hmm. we do have, you know, similar interests and things to talk about. If you don't mind plugging our social media in case people want to hit you up, talk For to you. Sure. So I'm on Instagram again. Um, underscore Biba, that's B as in boy, I, B, and then three A's. So B-I-B-A-A-A. Yes. Um, and that's it. That's Biba. Yeah. If you don't know. <laughs> um, and you know, everybody listening and tuning in, thank you again, as always, for joining us on Old Soul in the Young World. Um, every week we're here to enlighten you about different topics. So I hope what we talk about tonight shows you guys that there's no one opinion to anything. Right. There's no one side to anything. There's always multiple sides, not even two, four, five, six. So many people involved in situations that you don't know. So don't judge somebody based off one thing don't judge Simone Biles because she dropped out don't judge Andrew Cuomo because he resigned don't judge uh, fucking or Chris. judge him if you want I or guess or if I you want to judge him you know what I'm saying don't judge the girls who are saying that he did this or judge him if you want Chris Cuomo same thing like you know have your opinion do your research find what works for you find what's good for you and don't stress yourself the fuck out right. because this world is so much bigger than that we only have one life to live we only have one soul to give Make it important. Okay, Whitney Houston. You feel me, though? Go ahead, then. You feel me, though? <laughs> We're in episode 33 tonight with, yes. some, with some rhymes, with some vibes. <laughs> um, I appreciate you having so much, Biba. Thank you. I appreciate Thank you. you. Thank you for even being willing to come on and talk to oh. me. You know, I'm sure everyone listening in will be, you know, knowledge by everything that we had to say. I got more um, to say. He's got more to say. He's coming back. You'll hear y'all. me again. You'll hear you me again. You heard him here. Also, right. young world. <laughs> um, if you do have any questions or any comments, please hit Bebop up on social media. Um, you can always hit me up at J-E-S-S-I-E underscore E-L-L-L-Y. Um, and, you know, next week we'll be back with more guests, more knowledge to tune in on, um, more topics and, and relevant things to drop. So please uh, tune in again. Hit Biba up whenever. You already know. <laughs> like, okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. And join me again here next week on Old Soul in a Young World with your host, Jesse Ellie.